What's up, guys? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just want to give a quick shout-out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's a brand-new startup clothing line uh, that's active-duty owned and operated by a local Coast Guardsman. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page. His Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors. Send him a DM. Tell him the Disgruntled Sailor sent you, and he'll hook you up with his new T-shirts. They are fucking dope. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page and check out the new Rowdy Sailors clothing brand. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Miami. Got my finest silk shirt on with my chest out. We out here stretching our ankles. We're about ready to do another episode. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway. The next watch, motherfucker. It's the Discord Sailor here with my co-host, Mr. Miami. What's up, everybody? Uh, so, we have uh, another random topic episode for you guys. Yeah, we, uh, since COVID's going on, we really don't get a lot of port calls, so we're just gathering stories and little tidbits from here and there and trying to, you know, make some sort of semblance of a podcast that'll entertain you for 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah, so what, what do we got first? First is the big mystery for you, right? Yeah. So you had me write down somebody's name in the word grinder, yeah. and I automatically thought you were talking about sandwiches because you're I a fat bitch. Like to eat. Yeah. Well, you immediately thought sandwiches. Was your training environment. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So turns out, you remember the non-rate that was I know, a, I know he was a, he was asked to leave. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he was asked to leave the ship for uh, and the Coast Guard for medical reasons, uh, so he's no longer in, and we got his permission to tell this story. So one of the other non-rates that's still stationed here um, was talking about it on the bridge. And I was like, he's like, you know, you heard the story. You've heard all the stories. I was like, I've never heard this ever. I would have fucking remembered. Yeah. So one of the non-rates, so whether, so he says it was as a joke, but I don't know if it was a joke, but regardless, either way, I don't really care. He was a good guy, worked hard. He made a grinder profile. Like, like they did in Letterkenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he made a grinder fo- grinder profile, which is you know, for those of you who don't know, it's where it's you like know, Tinder for dudes. Tinder for dudes, yeah. And um, I guess he dot, did it just for fun, but I guess like one of the somebody um, like message him or wherever they do was like you know hit him up. And he's like, oh man, I'm actually not gay. I don't I don't do that. I just you know. He's like, well, why are you on grinders? Like I don't know. I just made one maybe he's curious who knows um and dude's like yeah that's cool um you wanna send me some pictures he's like no I'm not sending you some fucking pictures he's like I'll pay you he's like what are you talking he's like you send me pictures of whatever and I'll pay you money for them how much money per and he was like oh I don't know and he's like I'll give you a hundred it was like a hundred dollars for like a picture of his crotch and he's like yeah done 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 yeah and, uh, you know, so he was, like, messaging that guy for a while. And, like, I guess in one month, he made, like, two fucking grand. Jesus Christ. Just on fucking selling naked pictures. I'm like. Just on dick pics. Just on dick pics. <laughs> he said one of the guys just wanted pictures of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. Some weird motherfuckers out there. Hey, there's something for everybody out there. Yo, my feet are for sale if you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Um. You got feet like a fucking orangutan. They're short, stubby, and wide. Um, 
But then, like, so the non-rate I asked, I was like, hey, message him or call him, make sure it's cool that we talk about this, because then we're like, you know. Yeah, we always get people's permission to tell them. Yeah, I didn't want to out a motherfucker, (laughs) you know, if he wasn't ready for it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I talked to him, and then, you know, I was like, well, ask him if there's, like, anything weird or crazy, and he's like, oh, well, you know, uh, when I messaged him, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you can talk to him about this, and then, you know, I guess the topic came up where the non-rate I asked that's still here was like, you know, he's like, which guy are you talking about? He's like, oh, I'm talking about this guy. He's like, wait, you know that motherfucker too? So I guess, so pretty much, he when he reached out to this non-rate to ask him if it was cool or if he had any extra shit, he was like, they got to talking. He's like, yeah, it was like this guy. He's like, oh, I know that motherfucker too. Like, talking about the guy that, you know, buys pictures. Yeah. He's like, wait, you know that motherfucker too? And they like, he laughed for a minute and was like, ha, ah, we both sent, sold dick pics to the same dude. And then like, the guy that got kicked out was kind of like, now I'm kind of offended. Like, I thought, like... I thought this was my thing. I thought I was fucking special. And apparently, he's not fucking special. So, apparently, there's been multiple people on this ship that do that for extra money. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing. And me either. I mean, if anybody wants to see me naked, I could always use extra money for ammo and stuff. <laughs> but most of the time, you know, people pay me to put my clothes back on. They yell at me to put clothes on. But... I just thought that was bananas. I didn't. I mean, I know people do that, like for a living, like OnlyFans and shit. Yeah. But like I've heard of people doing that. But like he wasn't like a real fit dude. He wasn't like you know classically good looking like Thor, or whoever, you know, like an actor, like Matthew McConaughey looking. You know, yeah, I just he was just a regular, just regular fucking ass dude. fucking dude, and it just caught me by surprise. Yeah. No, that's totally different than sandwiches. A little different than sandwiches. <laughs> We talking sandwiches? We talking about sandwiches? I'm gonna have to put my leg on your leg because my knee hurts, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my knee hurts because I fell down the stairs yesterday. Yeah. Sober. About halfway down. It was, it was more than half. I started, I started uh, there, and I fell to there. I'm going from where your feet lost contact with the stairs. It was about halfway down. Yeah. So now I can't bend my knee or put any pressure on it. So that's fucking awesome. Hootie who. Um, what we got next? Next, we have um, the first and only goose hunt I ever went on. <laughs> um, so, I've been hunting for a long time, uh, but it's always been like small game, like rabbit, squirrels, you know, and then white-tailed deer and shit like that, big fishermen. But never really got into duck hunting because, you know, you gotta like know how to do calls and like set shit up. You gotta be up real early in the morning. You can't just drink beer on the fire. Was it duck hunting or goose hunting? I was goose hunting. Okay. I'm just saying, shooting waterfowls. There's a lot in fucking involved in it. You know, you can't just go out and sit next to a tree with a gun and shoot a fucking. And you know, there's a lot going. There's a lot that goes into duck hunting, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I duck hunt, but you can just sit by a tree with some water around it and still shoot ducks. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> So I was TAD on a very, very, very small, small station in uh, on Lake Erie, and like when I say like a small, I mean size-wise, like it was literally like a house that they rented from this fucking dude on the fucking canal, and it was like regular house, regular house. This is house is now a small station, and like the living room was like the cruise lounge, and like the Davenport or like Schiffero or wherever. Schiffero. Right inside that fucking the the Davenport. The, the what? <laughs> The foyer. The, the foyer? Yeah, that's what I said. The chiffero. The Whatever. Um, that was the... They turned that into a comms room. And then, like, after, like, 2 o'clock when all the day workers went home, there was only a skeleton crew of five fucking people. So you walked into the front door... 
And that was the com. That was that was the comms room. Yeah, and then the right was like the crew lounge, regular ass kitchen. They had an extra refrigerator. All the bedrooms upstairs had bunk beds, and then like one bedroom that was down below, they turned into the master chief's office. And that was fucking it. There was only two boats there. So you had to go in through the comms room. There was no other way around. No, no, you just went right in. It was like boom, you're there. Jesus. Yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. Um, so one of the non-rates there, or when we pull out of the station on the left, there was this little like canal way, and there was always fucking geese everywhere. Like I mean, everywhere. I was there for like four months. Uh, TAD. Every day we'd go out doing patrols. Geese were fucking there every single fucking day. Didn't matter what time of day. There was fucking geese there. You don't fucks with Canada geese. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucks with Mother Nature's like that. Um, so Speak of the fucking devil. <laughs> did you put letter Kenny on? Um, what the fuck was I talking about? So, one of the other... No- there was a non-rate there who... Good old boy, right? He's like, goose season's coming up. You want to go fucking hunting? He's like, yeah. He's like, you got a boat? He's like, nope. He's like, neither do I. He's like, I got a plan. So he had been working for like a month or two for morale to buy a new boat, like a John boat for everybody for the station. Um, so when they bought that, they were going to throw away, they moved everything down one. So they had a morale boat and then they had, this was a nice one. Then they had another John boat that was kind of shitty. That was for ice rescue. You know, it's all fucked up on the bottom, yeah. you know, pushing out on the ice and shit. So the, when they bought the new boat. The shitty morale boat became the ice rescue boat, and then the old ice rescue boat was gonna get pitched in the trash because you could it didn't hold water yeah, like it, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't float. So we went on a boondoggle. It was like me, him, and another non-rate, and in uniform went to Lowe's like looking for flex seal. We're just gonna flex seal the shit on this fucking boat. Yeah, it works. It, well, it was funny. It was funny because there's this like typical Home Depot Lowe's guy not knowing what the fuck's going on. He sees three Kosis in uniform going, where's your flex seal at? And he's like, uh, well, what kind of flex seal do you want? We're like, oh, we're going to seal the bottom of a boat. And, like, this is a small town, so, like, this dude's like, so the local Kosis are going to flex seal the bottom of their boat. He's like, how much do you need, like, a spray can? I'm like, no, we need, like, we need the gallons where you can roll it on. He's like, that's a lot. I was like, yeah, we're doing a 20-foot John boat. He's like, I don't, you're the government. Shouldn't they just get you another boat? We're like, dude, just tell me where the fucking flex seal is. That's not how it works. Yeah. See the way my bank accounts are set up? <laughs> so we bought two gallons of flex seal. And we flex sealed this fucking boat over an entire weekend duty pier. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we flex sealed this whole thing. And then got everything ready to go. Got our shotguns, got our licenses. And it just so happened my brother was like, you're going you're going, you're going, uh, hunting. I want to go. I was like, okay. Because uh, he happened to be up there. He was thinking about going to the Coast Guard, and my senior chief was like, this dude was like on his fourth marriage, didn't give a fuck, just made Master Chief, getting ready to retire, and like he would come out in like a Hawaiian shirt and be like, all right, listen up, I'm leaving in like 30 minutes, that's all I got to pass, anybody got anything? And then he like, he would fuck off. <laughs> I was like, you know, Master Chief, my brother... Hashtag bro- leadership. <laughs> hashtag leadership, right? I was like, my brother's thinking about joining, you know, do you think if I gave him like a pair of boots, ODUs, and a t-shirt, and a belt, he can hang out and like, you know do shit with the firemen, you know, do shit with the seamen, just see what it's all about. He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I was like, do I need to do a mail? He's like, nah, nobody gives a shit. I Here's a like, fucking uniform. Go fucking pose yeah. as one of us. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was joking. I was like, well, Mesh, if I got one of my old non-rate uniforms, you know, without any insignia on it, can you wear it? He goes, I don't give a fuck what you do. He's like, weekend duty, as long as the OD's cool with it, I'm fine with it. I was like, okay. So my brother showed up, did a whole fucking weekend with us. You know, fucking they had him 
working on the fucking engines. They had them fucking cleaning boats, doing all kinds of shit, waking them up at all manner of hours for no reason. Tell him next watch, he'd go down to comms, there's nobody in there. Because Sector takes our guard at fucking 4 o'clock, just fucking with him like you normally do. So that's how my brother got involved. And we get up really early, like 4 in the morning. Because we, you know, my butt, the non rate was like, you got to get out there, you got to set up your decoys, set up your blind, make sure you're ready to go. So once the sun comes up, you don't have to do anything else. You know, because yeah, they're so going like, to come right in. So you're just going out on Lake Erie in this fucking piece of shit boat, right? Yeah, the, it, it wasn't all the way on the lake. There's like a little, like, there's a break wall, and we're like kind of just inside in the corner by in a, in a canal. So how are you setting up your blind? So we duct tape and zip tied two, uh, like, three foot sections of, like, wooden dowel rod, and then on the John boat, and then put. Like a camouflage netting around it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, me and my brother... Nothing even remotely looked like you were supposed to be there, did it? Nope. <laughs> Hindsight, right? So we set out of these decoys. Or, before we get there, like, we pull up. Like, me and my brother got, like, a camo everything. Like, camo underwear, camo socks, everything camo. Even got camo fucking face paint. Put camo tape all over my shotgun. Fucking dude who's taking us hunting shows up in fucking red plaid pajamas. I'm like, is that what you're wearing? He goes, yeah. I go, what's with all... I thought you were supposed to, like, wear camo and shit. He goes, nah, you don't need to wear that. So this dude fucking literally was goose hunting in red plaid pajamas. And uh, we sat there for probably four hours. We're like, all right. He's like, all right, the sun's about to come up. They're going to start coming in here any second. They're going to come in. They're going to come in from this direction. He's like, wait until they, you know, there's a, you, know you got to look at the wings. If they're still, like, flying, flying... Don't shoot them yet. He's like, wait till they start fucking. Yeah, doing they're coming sh- into your decoys. Yeah, they're coming to the decoys and they start like flapping their wings like this and shit, slowing down. He's like, that's when you hit them. Cause goose fly high as shit. Yeah, and he's like, all right, you ready? I was like, yeah, fucking do it. We sat there for four hours, not a fucking bird, <laughs> not a single fucking bird. So we're like, fuck this, let's go out into like this big basin where the break, like between the break wall and like the canal was, probably you know, probably a good six football fields. From where you were. Yeah, like. Psst. Area-wise, like a big square. Yeah. So we go out into the bay looking for these motherfuckers. There was a couple duck hunters down by a local boat launch. And there was a couple other duck hunters. They got like the big fancy fucking duck boats. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Look like ironclad fucking ships from the Civil War. They're way over there. All the ducks are on the break wall. All the geese are on the break wall. Hundreds of them. Like, let's go chase one down. So we take the John boat and we drive straight at this giant flock of geese on this break wall. And we get, like, 30 yards from it. And he's like, all right, get your shotguns ready. Me and my brother got our shotguns ready. We get closer and closer. We're, like, maybe three feet from these giant fucking boulders where all these geese are sitting, just sitting there looking at us. They wouldn't fly. They refused to fucking fly. So, you know. You shot them on the rocks, didn't you? No, I didn't. (laughs) We were going to. (laughs) But then I was like, you know, you shoot birdshot, it's going to fucking come back at us. So I was like, all right. I'm going to get off the boat, and I'm going to scare all the geese in the air. Yeah, and then you guys shoot. And then you guys shoot. So, uh, we did that, and then they all flew, and but they all flew the wrong direction. <laughs> it's like, there's the wall, we're here, and I chase them, and they all go, away from us. <laughs> so I get back in the boat, I'm like, alright, let's go try somewhere else, so I have my brother do it this time. So, he gets on the rocks, and he's fucking chasing these, these geese, finally one flies overhead. And I fucking shoot at it. I shot three fucking shells at it, reloaded, and then I shot again, and I kind of winged it. Okay. So it's in the water, and then, but it's not dead. 
So we get my brother back in the boat. We're chasing this fucking goose down, right? Because it's trying to get away. We get up alongside of it, and the non-ray goes, here's a paddle, hands it to my brother. He's like, hit it in the fucking head when we go by. You wanted to do that? That's fucking excessive. So it was still alive. So when we get up right next to it, my brother goes to hit it, and it fucking dives underwater. Yeah. I didn't know that it was a thing. I was like, where the fuck did it go? He's like, oh, yeah, they dive. Yeah. I was like, well... When do they come back up? He goes, well, sometimes they'll go down and they'll grab something. They'll grab, like, reeds underwater and they'll just kill themselves. They'll die down there and they'll and never they'll come... they'll never get them. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, no. So... I'd have laid another shot on it while it was in the water and then went and picked it up. The first time again, following my <laughs> fucking buddy's lead. So, it finally... It comes up and it... We see it over on the rocks. I was like, alright, let's go get the bird I shot. Go back to the rocks... And I'm chasing this fucking wounded goose down these fucking giant boulders, this break wall on Lake Erie. And I finally get a hold of it. And my dad was like, you get one, just grab it, like at the base of its skull, and you wring its fucking neck and yeah. it'll die. So apparently there's a technique to it. All I did was spin this fucking no, goose it's, in it's the like air. A real fast, it's a real fast like motion. That's not what I was told. I was told you grab it like right here and then you fucking go like that. The duck's probably fucking <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Yeah, this duck's having a, this fucking goose having a bad day. He probably looks ridiculous out here just swinging this fucking goose around there. I, I was, I didn't know any better. I'm just swinging this fucking goose around, and the not my buddy is like, he's like, dude, kill the fucking goose already. So I go, all right, and I look at my brother and I go, give me that knife, and I'm holding it right here. You're no, my brother. No, you did. And I go, I go, give me the knife. And as soon as my, the knife hits my hand, my brother goes, don't. And I go. Whoop. And I slit its throat and, and sprayed him. I sprayed blood all over my fucking brother. You savage. Yeah. That's how I got my first goose. That's... Oh, Jesus Christ. So, then once we... My brother had a shot. Did the same thing. I had to chase him off the rocks. I shot three rounds, missed. My buddy shot three rounds and missed. And then my brother shoots one fucking round, drops a goose. Gets it like a normal human would get a goose. Yeah. Shot it and killed it. And then, you know, we breasted it out. And then, you know, I didn't really know how to cook it, so we just cubed up the breast and wrapped it in bacon and grilled it for a little bit. I've only ever shot at one goose, but it was so fucking high, I, there was no way I would even come close to it. But, yeah, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Go waterfowl hunting with someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah, don't don't just go out there. And, I mean, I'm all for, like, new hunters getting out and experiencing things, but go with somebody who at least has an idea. Yeah. I mean... So those other boats, those other duck hunters, had to be able to see us because we were driving back and forth. They're probably just laughing. Like, their what the fuck them. are these? This, what the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. But it was a good time. I think it was probably one of the. I think it was the last time me and my brother went one actual hunting together. I, I don't remember if we've been able to make it hunting together since, but. I still can't believe he just showed up to the station and put on your uniform and just pretended to be you. You'd be surprised what you can get away with. If you just ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, we got away with a lot of shit here. That's, just that's we what asked. I'm saying. Um, but yeah. So, I have pictures of that fucking duck hunt. I gotta see if I can find them. I'll show them to you. Yeah. So, Mr. Miami had to go take a fucking hot shit. So, we're gonna excerpt here with a word from our sponsors. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.
let's see what's next. Next, we have, I have OOD pipes written down. Yeah. So, anytime a new OOD gets qualified, there's a special initial pipe. qualification. Yeah, initial qualification. There's a special pipe that the ship does uh, to let everybody know it's their first time and to buckle up and get fucking ready. Yeah, and I usually do them because, I mean. I'm a wordsmith, you know, obviously. I'm a wordsmith. I'm a lyrical fucking genius. Yeah, we out here, man. We out here writing rhymes. <laughs> I'm a lyrical genius. So, um, I wrote I wrote one. I'm not going to read it to you guys right now because i got to go up and do the pipe here in a second because he's about to take his first watch. But it's just a bunch of funny shit, you know, that you say and make a bunch of, makes a bunch of uh, funny pipes. And it's just kind of a fun, traditional thing we do. Um, but, yeah, i got to go up there in a couple minutes. All right, Mr. Miami just left. Uh, he went up to the bridge to make his pipe, so we're just hanging out for a second until he makes it. Now, all hands move aft. All ha- hands aft, move forward. All hands port, move starboard. All hands starboard, move port. Man the repair lockers and don your FFVs. Man the battle dressing station. Duty corpsman on standby. Don your flash gear and SCBAs. Now, set general quarters. All hands man your battle stations. Set zebra main deck and below. Don your helmets and PFDs. Pull up your socks and tighten your boots. Smoke them if you got them. Now hoist the colors and stand by for heavy rolls. Assumes the OOD and comes about. All right, I'm back. What'd you think? Uh, it was you added some things in there that aren't traditionally piped in there. Yeah, I liked it though. Yeah, I did too. I do whatever I want. That's gotta make sure to bleep his name out. We'll bleep it out later. And the ship's name. Yeah, that <laughs> one too. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I like doing that. Um, it's really cool, like especially the, the BM2 that just got qualified. You know, came to me. He's like, "Hey, would you mind doing my pipe for me? Because you know, you know, I'm the illest, right? I'm the, I'm the most lyrical <laughs> genius on the fucking block." <laughs> yep, that's me. Um, so let's see what we got next. Oh, so we have a tactical OTH Mark IV. Okay. The reason ours is tactical is because our anchor light. Oh, because you being, broke it. I don't want a joke, asshole. Instead of being straight up and down, so it could be a 360 all around white, it's like bent at like a 60 degree angle. Yeah, because these colors don't fucking run. No shit, right? So, uh, for a while there, I was breaking in Coxon, and I was getting ready to take my DWO test, and the old command decided that I no longer needed to do that. So, I was getting ready to take my DWO test, I was just about there, Coxon PQS complete, ready to go. We're in Tampa for dry dock. And we got to take the small boat out for uh, crewman competencies because some of the Joes are trying to break in crewman. So while we were out there, I was like, "Being one, I'm drunk, I'm fucking driving." He's like, "Whatever, you know, I've been driving." Every time the boat moved for three straight months, I was driving. Um, so we pull out. We were gonna go to this basin, and you got to go under these two bridges. And we've been going under these two bridges for like a month and a half now, with no problems. With no problems, and for whatever reason. We just happened to go at low tide every single time we were taking the fucking boat out. And this one time, it was high tide. You were screaming, weren't you? So I'm driving. We're only going like fucking five, six knots. Okay. Like, we're not going... We're, we're like... We're not clutch ahead. We're a little faster than that, but, you know. So being one's next to me, I'm like, hey, uh, we're good, right? He goes, yeah, we're going to this bridge all the time. I'm like, okay, okay. You sure? He's like, yeah, okay, whatever you say, man. We're getting closer and closer. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And we're like two feet from this fucking bridge and B1 goes I, I don't think we're gonna fucking make it and I go what and then by that time we were already under this concrete fucking bridge <laughs> and the fucking anchor light it's bent it like fucking 
40 degree angle. 40 degree fucking angle. And he's like, stop, 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 stop. So I come all the way down and I stop. And with the buoyancy of the boat and the pressure of the bridge down. You just got stuck under the bridge? We just stuck and we just kind of spun there on this little pendulum fucking thing. You just kept going. Well, we had to. Yeah. So uh, I was like, um, you know, we're stuck now. So I'm pretty I'm like, is the tide coming up? Is it going to get worse? You know what I would have did? I'd have been like, we're stuck now and you're the qualified. That's so the first, what do you want to do? That's the fucking first thing. I looked at him and I went, you're the qualified. He's like, God damn it. I go, you're right in this fucking mishap for sure. I'm not fucking doing it. And he got on the sticks and, you know, we didn't have a choice. We just had to rap and fucking get out from underneath this just bridge. spark it up on the way out? Yeah, it's, it sparked pretty fucking good. <laughs> but so the best part is... Uh, so that boat is, uh, uh, is that Metal Shark? It's a safe boat. I the OTH Mark IV. You're, I'm out of my yeah. element, Donnie. I forget. Uh, I don't remember. Either way. Um, whoever it's made by. So they don't carry the anchor lights in stock. So the anchor light is attached to... You know this big fucking contraption. Oh yeah, they had to custom make the whole thing. Yeah, they had to custom. We didn't make it. pay for it, <laughs> and we never got it either. Yeah. If you go out there, that was probably what, like, that was not last November, November before that. Yeah. So we're going on almost a year and a half with this tactical, this tactically bent fucking light. The best part about me bending that light, number one, I didn't get in trouble. Number two, didn't have to do a mishap because everyone forgot about it. But my favorite thing is the the way that it's bent, when we turn on the fucking lights to go launch for a case or whatever, it shines right it shined right in the captain's old eyes. Like the old captain's eyes, it shined right in his eyes and he says he couldn't see what we were doing on the boat deck. So he wanted us to launch the boat without any navigation lights on. And then we're like, You can't do that. He's like, Well, I can't see. And that's when BM one's uh, BM one was like, Well, I'm driving, I need to be able to see, so deal with it. Yeah. So not only did I break something and not get in trouble for it, it also irritated and or vexed the old CO, which always ranks high on my schedule. Yeah, because nobody liked him. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so that's how I ruined a very... Perfectly ex- good boat. Oh, I, I also threw away the Bimini top on a chase, too. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it broke. And yeah. you just threw it overboard instead of throwing it <laughs> So you got the your, boat. So on the boat, you got a console. So you have the engine, then you have the console, and then you have, like, the top of the console... And then you have f- five seats behind that, two beside each other, two beside each other, and one all the way, all the way in the back by itself. And this bimini top goes from the center console, and then it's the, got these two yeah. poles and goes all the way to the back, so you know we can get Wasn't some of the shape. Wasn't it brand new? Didn't they just replace that? It wasn't too? super brand new, but it was doing enough where people were upset. But the shitty part was the deckies don't do a standard boat check like they're supposed to. Like at a small boat station, you got a set way of doing things. You check certain outfit. You do certain things every single day. We don't do it here like that. For some fucking reason. I don't know why. So the pins that hold the actual bimini top into the little fucking sockets keep falling out. Like, so like where it actually attaches, there's these like pins that go through, right? To hold the, like, it's like ball and joint sockets. Yeah. And a pin goes through like a cotter pin. Not a cotter pin. What's the fucking, you put it through and then it wraps around like a trailer hitch pin kind of thing. Yeah. And we always, they always fall out. So the pursuit. Now DCWQS training to be held on the I'm not going to fucking that. Me either. I'm as qualified as I'm ever going to be right now. <laughs> um, fuck, I was I saying? So anyway, these pins, they fell out. So the suitcase before I ditched the bimini top, the pin fell out. So the only other pin I had was for the fire extinguisher. 
So I pulled the fire extinguisher pin and then shoved it through there and then bent it with my Leatherman. Because that's safe. While going four miles an hour. And then it just so happened the next day somebody sat on the fire extinguisher and exploded. And it discharged? Do you remember that? That was funny. Yeah. So, um, but, so we're, we're going, they launched us like, we ended up going like 127 miles after this fucking go fast. It was an LPV, supposed to be low. Oh, yeah, shit. I remember the case now. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we were gone for like 12 hours. So the OTH holds 100 gallons of fuel, 50 in one tank, 50 in the other. We were down to 1% fuel in both tanks collectively. We were on fucking fumes, right? That's how long we were out. We're going, this fucking pole that's right next to my face comes undone, hits me in the fucking face, and I get angry, and I yank on it to get it out of my face, and it broke the zipper. And then when, after that, we, you know, we were going almost 40 knots hitting these fucking waves. The back one fucking broke. So I looked at boats and I was like, hey, um, you want to take this thing off? He goes, yeah, fuck it. And we, we thinking we're, we're, we're minutes from an LPV with thousands of kilos of cocaine. We're like, fuck it, dump it. So we ditched this fucking bimini top. I pass it on the radio, you know. I was like, you know, prestige worldwide. This fucking dragon. I just ditched the bimini top in this position, over. And they're like, what was that? I was like, bimini top, it's gone. What happened to it? It, It's gone. It's over. It, Bye. And boop. They were not very happy. We get, we're almost to LPV. Like, yeah, MPA's overhead. We, can, we come up, we can see the LPV. Panamanians in their fucking... Oh, yeah, that second boat slid right in there. Those fucking Panamanians slipped right in and fucking snaked that LPV from us. Like, we missed it by like five minutes. So then we had to sit there and wait. Oh, if we wouldn't have had to do that 30-minute long boat brief, maybe yeah. we would have got it. Weird. Well, it's because combat couldn't vector us in. If you look at the chart plotter, the chart plotter tracks everywhere you've gone, kind of like a hex sketch And we went this way, and then the boat's going this way, and we went up, and we had to go up. We got too close to land because we went faster than the LPV and came back down because combat didn't take into account the speed of the LPV. That's because they can't fuck their way out of white paper bag. Well, turns out the LPV stopped. We'll fuck with the engines, either refill it or fixing them. MPA passed it to our combat, didn't let us fucking know. So we never slowed down, so we overshot the LPV. Yeah. Which is, LPV is a low-profile vessel, just above the water, kind of like a cigarette boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how I... I I'm, no, like, I'm not a bosun mate, but I do break a lot of boats. <laughs> you know? That's, like, that's funny, because the old bosun mate is not a gunner's mate, but he broke a lot of guns. That was That's <laughs> absolutely true. He did some shit to guns I ain't never seen before. Um... That's pretty much all I got on breaking the boat. It's still broken. Yeah. And it probably will be for a long time. So what's your final thought? All right. Hear me out. So it's 2021. We're, we're sending civilians to space right now, right? So you can pay to go to space. As, did they actually already start doing that? I know you could pay to go, but I don't know if they've actually they're, sent they're, it. There's a Super Bowl commercial. I saw it. You can do it. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying we have that fucking kind of technology, right? Yeah. Why are we still making nachos on the same size plate and stacking them all on top of each other so only the top nachos get meat and shit on them? Get a big-ass motherfucking plate with the same amount of nachos, spread that shit all the way out so every chip has shit on it. That way, like, the shit ones at the bottom don't get fucking soggy. Does this keep you up at night? It's things that, <laughs> things that bother me. You cook, you know what I'm talking about. Would you rather have a stack of nachos this big around, that tall with all the shit on top, or one giant plate... See, he agrees. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a better uh, meat to chip to cheese ratio. When you take a nacho, you want a little bit of everything. Yeah, like nobody wants the ones on the bottom because yeah, they're all soggy and, and gross. Also, sour cream, stop putting a big fucking glob at the top. Put it in a fucking, 
in a cake bag or something like that and spread that shit out so I get sour cream on everything. Nobody wants one giant bite of fucking sour cream. <laughs> See? He said he, that's true. He agrees. Guacamole. And yeah, guacamole. guacamole too. Stop putting clumps on the motherfucking top. There. I said it. Finally had the courage to say it. Finally <laughs> had the courage <laughs> to talk about nachos on a podcast where no one sees our face. I'm just saying it's it's the the future is now and we're we're way we're like in the thirties with our nacho game. <laughs> I'm just saying. Women can vote now. Nachos should fucking be all over the place. <laughs> Women have been able to vote for a long fucking time. That's, they can still vote now though. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have good nachos. See what I'm saying? Anyway, write your congressman, get this shit changed. That's all I got, I'm out. Alright, I think that's I think we're gonna call it there for today. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank <laughs> you.